Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Yard Back Sports Podcast. This is the first edition of our midweek backyard briefing, where we will talk about the best and the worst things that we've seen since the last time we kicked it. So thank you for listening, and let's go. I go by the name of Jermaine Dupree. Dope man fresh in the place to be. We back, back by popular demand, I must say. We've listened to the people. We've gotten the feedback. We know that the Backyard Briefing segment is the best. So we're bringing to you guys our special midweek edition. First off, hope everyone had a great long weekend. But let's get right into it. Sean, what are you sipping on this week? What's up, fellas? Um, I did the math today. I am 20 days away from being a father times two. 20 days. That's what I'm sipping on. Nice. 20 days. Love it. Love yes, it. Sir. You're an old man. I know. Super excited. So I, I, I looked down. I was like, oh, man, this is coming up quick. Yeah. Hey, what, what, what sport and what position? I will be able to, I'll be able to tell you later in the week. We get oh, okay. his measurements later in the week to okay. like kind of what he's on pace for. I see. Like yeah, I'll it. let you know later in the week. If I had to predict, shooting guard. Shooting guard? You think yeah. you can groom your kid to be the best shooting guard? Absolutely. Okay. If he takes after his father, absolutely. Not his mother. For those of you who know, I am the best athlete in my household. <laughs> you know, just because my wife played D2 basketball, scored 1,000 points, that doesn't mean anything. Broke yeah. some records, too. Talk to me when she wins an intramural championship. Yes. <laughs> the peak of athletic achievement. Okay. Talk to me. Dana, if you're listening, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this episode might get you in trouble, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Connor, what were you sipping on this week? What you taking out the beverage cat? Ooh, man, sticking with the family theme from Sean. Uh, I was home this weekend up in Cleveland, and I'm sipping a lot of this. Nolan learned how to get off the tee this weekend. Oh, in golf. Stop it. Yes. yes. I'm talking stop. 200 plus yards, respectable yep. shots at the green. No Thank more you. dribbling it, worm burners, none of that. Nolan got off the tee this weekend. Come He's on. not killing worms anymore? No. I, I, I graduated, man. I'm, I'm hitting these balls into orbit now. I'm you a, uh, okay. Okay. you swing lefty, orbit. right? Yeah, I'm a lefty. Ah, uh, little Phil. We got a little Phil over here. I know, dude. I've, he's my inspiration. What can I say? My yeah, God. no, there, there were some flames. There were flames. There were some planes flying by, too. Almost hit a couple. So it's no biggie. Oh, he's, um, uh, he's lying. Aaron Judge would have robbed your home run standing uh, on it all ten toes. And I, I will say uh, I am mostly self-taught. I took a couple lessons, not very many. But so, yeah, I'm quite, quite simply, I'll just put it this way, I am the greatest. I can feel my way on that path. So I pre- thank you, Connor, for the shout out. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. We did, we did start calling him what, Ricky Phil? Yeah, Ricky Phil, because my game is a combination of Ricky Fowler and Phil Mickelson. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people tell me that. So, yeah, I, I don't know about all that, but um, <laughs> there's, some, there's some similarities between you and Ricky and you and Phil. Uh, you guys have the both, <laughs> both the same warm up routine, you and Ricky. So that's kind of neat. And then you and Phil have, 
a little bit more in common. You guys are both lefties. So yeah. after yeah. that, we'll see if the golf falls behind. I think it will. Um, you've got to have faith, and I have a lot of that. Um, but <laughs> so my beverage cart, so obviously I'm sipping on that. I mean, how can I not? But what I'm really sipping on, so if anybody here, um, if I don't know if you guys, any listeners, if, if you guys are Indians fans, you follow the Indians on social media, on their Twitter account, and you know that they, they have one of the best social media presences, presences, pre, you know what I'm saying, out of all the like, major league sports teams in any sport. They're always awesome on social media. They're fun. They're interacting. Um, they're engaging. They're awesome. So <laughs> what they did, they tweeted out last week that in 39 of their lineup cards that they post on social media, 30, 39 of them had Nick Cage's face somewhere in the picture. And I just think that is the coolest thing ever. I think that's absolutely hilarious. I'm yeah. not going to lie, Nolan. I, at, at one point, I was like, dude, is this dude ever going to say what he's talking about? Is he ever going to get to the point? And I'm so happy you did, though, because that's fantastic. I'm going to go look that up after Thank this. You. I mean, yeah, I, it's, that's a good one. I got to build up anticipation, man. I had you hooked. Did I not? Yeah, you know, yeah, you did. You almost lost me, though. Well, I'm glad I got you, man. Yeah, you got me, man. Like, the Indians got all of us, man. I never even knew it, and they tweet that. And obviously, everyone, every, you know, Twitter investigator went and found all 39 of them, which I did not do because it's way too hard. But, like, like, they would have, like, the Nick Cage's face on, like, Mike Clevenger's son tattoo on his arm. Just, like, crazy stuff. So, shout out to the Indians for doing that because that's hilarious and that's awesome. And that's I don't know awesome. how they kept that secret for a year. That's crazy. That's yeah, awesome. Big, big fan of that. I love a good Easter egg. Yeah, seriously. Man. Another one of our friends of the show um, hates Easter egg hunts. He knows who he is. Uh, so stay away from Easter eggs out there. But yeah, really cool thing what the Indians did. Love that. And Nolan, I heard, I heard the Bills social media might have been better than the Indians, but you just claim the Indians have a better social media. Hold on. Rewind here. Rewind. Who does not like Easter egg hunts? Let's get them on here. I want to talk about the, the reasoning behind this. It's it's personal issues. We probably shouldn't put him on blast yet. We'll we'll come to that at a later date. All right, whoever you're listening to, just know that Sean Q wants to hear why you hate Easter egg hunts. <laughs> we got some beef brewing. Uh oh, right. <laughs> All right, let's move it on to the bonfire. Connor, kick us off. What are you throwing in the bonfire this week? Yeah, I got I got two things I'm throwing in the bonfire. Uh, first one. I know there's been a lot of talk about different sports leagues trying to get back up and running, and there's a lot of discussions around CBAs, how much players and owners are going to get in terms of revenue. Uh, it all makes sense. I know you've got to hammer that stuff out. And I know people and players should be paid responsibly and for the work that they're doing. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to be putting their lives at risk to be away from their families. But at the same time, I don't understand why these pro athletes can't go one year without getting a paycheck. Save your money when you make it. Get out of here with this, oh, they're not going to survive a year without, without their money for some of these higher guys. I mean, come on, just get your paper right on the side, man. Save up, invest, do a little something. I heard gold's kicking, kicking it really well right now. <laughs> do something on the side, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I, I get the whole disagreements, but get your paper right on the side. Don't yeah, I mean, what's Mike Trout going to do, right? Like, Mike, <laughs> like yeah. imagine Mike Trout's out of here. He should be fine, right? Right. And then my, my second bonfire um, is great clips. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard that story, but first yeah. of all, don't go to great clips. 
paid five extra dollars for a haircut from a good barber or good salon. I've gone to both. Pay that extra five, ten dollars. Treat yourself. Stop going to great clips, guys. Stop. Yeah. What what was it? One hundred forty people got COVID. What wasn't that? Was that the number? From like two employees. I'm like, just yeah. there should not be that many people in a great clips. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I gotta get my hair cut soon too, but I'm not going to great clips. No offense. Would you rather get your friend to give you a little buzz cut or great clips? What are you What are you picking? Great clips. Great clips oh, over you your friend's like your little buzzer. You at least have a somewhat. Per- yeah, oh, okay. yeah, great. We're talking like this week, then my buddy. But like, you know, 2019 pre-COVID, I'll probably hit up great clips. Yeah, no, some kind of shave or warm <laughs> towel or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope I hope no great clips fans listen to us because they'll probably yeah. stop. I also if that's, if that's the case, Connor, you single-handedly eliminated great clip fans and cat fans from dude, our show. I know. Yeah. I'm building up quite the reputation. Right there goes a sponsor, dude. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go my bonfire next. I like so your first one, Connor. I have something to say. I might slip and slide about that, so we'll get to that. But my bonfire right now. Um, so obviously the last dance wrapped up last week. We've talked about that. But then as soon as the show ended that Sunday night, ESPN put out the dumbest poll ever on their Instagram, where it was Jordan versus LeBron. And it was stat, it was categories like better offensive player, defensive player, all that stuff, more amazing and whatnot. And I just want to throw that in the bonfire again. I know it's been roasted time and time again, but it's just – and I'm not roasting the categories or anything like that. It's just the fact that ESPN is so starved for content. They put out this poll after this 10-part docuseries came out and expected nothing to be biased and then, like, put it out like, oh, here's what the people think. Well, of course they think that because they just watched all this about Michael Jordan for 10 weeks straight. You have recency bias, right? Yeah, that's what, recency bias. It's just it's the dumbest thing. Um, I should not have gotten as mad as I, as I am about it because, again, it's just people that are just voting in this poll just like us, like we're just stupid. But that really made me upset that ESPN passed it off like it was some kind of, like, big discovery that people think this because it's just it's, – it's, it can't be trusted, in my opinion. I mean, that's classic ESPN, though. I mean, they've, you can see it doing it every week. Yeah. They'll release a story from their experts and then make that a story about a story. Like, this week, it's um, the FPI. Like, they're, like, discussing FPI and percent chances to win-ish. And I'm like, bro, yeah. like, I get it. You guys don't have much content. Just hit me up. I'll shoot hoops for the people <laughs> in America for, like, 20 minutes if they really need me to. Yeah, we'll, we'll go play some horse. Yeah, like, right. just something. But, I mean, that's ESPN's motto, man. They got the viewers. We're trying to steal those away currently. So for all the listeners out there, yeah. let us know. We're about to take down ESPN once we get enough bandwidth. Uh, so. Connor, if you could challenge one person on ESPN, NBA, who are you giving buckets to? Who are you confident you can beat? Confident. ESPN? Yeah. Who are you confident? The people that talk about NBA on ESPN? No, like an NBA player. Like, who are you calling out? Like, I'm confident I can get at least two or three buckets on you. Oh man, that's. I mean, I. I mean, not to answer for Connor, but I feel like you got to call Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I was. Well, I was thinking Isaiah Thomas, Thomas. Thomas, guys, but then like Steph Curry, bro. Like I've seen him get exposed enough in those finals <laughs> that I can <laughs> give me give me an hour of watching film, and I'll get buckets on anybody in the NBA. Give me an anybody. hour of film on anybody. All right, anybody. A bucket. Hey. All right, You're bro. getting a bucket on Andre Drummond if I got film. <laughs> all, right. all right, there's a difference between getting buckets on someone and getting a singular bucket. 
I think you can maybe get a bucket on a lot of guys, but I don't think you can get buckets on them. I'm just no. saying, y'all, y'all see me play front yard basketball. <laughs> I can flip a switch. It's that simple. I got some stories of my front yard days. I can flip a switch. Let's get out of here. Right, if I had to pick one person where I'm like, I'm going to try – like Ricky Rubio. Like I'm trying to give Ricky <laughs> Rubio the work. Like I'm, like I'm trying to give Rubio buckets. <laughs> No, I mean, if if I wasn't like five foot five and not good at basketball, dude, I'd want to break off Kelly Olynyk so bad. I Olynyk, dude, I'd want to yam on Olynyk so bad, dude. Olynyk, that's a good like one. That, dude. That's a but, good one. But no, honestly, my pick would just be Isaiah Thomas because I'm just like pretty much the same height. He's a little bit taller. I feel like I'd have the best chance with that. But you're still- about to have the same hairstyle as him too. Oh yeah, yeah. You keep growing that out. Seriously, just. Get the flow. Oh, Kelly, you talking about Kelly? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kelly. I you talking about Isaiah Thomas. I yeah, know. I was like, I don't think Isaiah Thomas has long blonde hair, but. <laughs> no, no. Last <laughs> yeah, time Kelly, I checked, Kelly. he didn't. Kelly, yeah, I'm, I'm actually trying to be Kelly Olenek, so we'll see. There you go. All right, Sean. I, I loved the golf match, right? I yep. loved it. Thought it was awesome. But my bonfire for the week, I don't like Justin Thomas calling Barkley a fat ass on television. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like that. I, out of all the commentators and, and personalities out there, Barkley is one of my favorites. I, I think he's hilarious. I think he's the man, right? I love him. He's always himself. He's raw, right? I don't like – I felt offended. I was like, dude, did this guy just call Barkley a fat ass on TV? I was like, yo, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> just disrespectful. Did you guys catch that at all when you were watching it? No. He said, I'd love to see your fat ass dunk a basketball. Something along the lines of that. Yeah. During the thing, he said that the Barkley and Barkley what, what responded. Was what was leading up to that? What, what promoted you? I, I forget, but Barkley responded was like, you can't call me fat on TV. That's bullying or something like that or along the lines of something like that. I did like, I did like Tom Brady's chatter back to Chuck after he made that 100-yard uh, chip in. Yeah. Which that, that looked like me. I was like, if there's yeah. any a shot that resembles my game, that mm-hmm. was the one. Okay, we got both both these guys, for everyone listening, both these guys have said some pretty outlandish stuff about their golf game today. Just throwing it out there. All right, well, you also said you could give buckets to Andre Drummond after watching Yeah, dude, with film, with film, <laughs> you're giving Andre Drummond a bucket? <laughs> I think we're all just going crazy. Okay. All right, all right, before we give out more crazy takes, let's get into the segment where we actually talk about crazy takes slip and slide uh i'll start this one because it, it leads into what connor was saying in his bonfire so i completely understand the whole um you know why people are upset with these mlb players because they want more money and all, all that all that stuff um but i i kind of side with these athletes and the fact that if they don't feel comfortable playing their season especially mlb because they you know they didn't start yet where nba they've already started if they don't feel comfortable and they're scared of the risks, I completely understand them wanting to not play. And I feel like it's not really fair for, for fans to sit there and kind of be upset. They're like, Oh, come on. We want you to play. You need to play these sports. It's like, we're kind of, I mean, they're essentially risking their lives. You know, if they go out and play, I know they'll put precautions in place, but I, I get, I get it. I, I kind of started these athletes, man. It, it's still scary. We don't know a lot about what's going on. So. So if they don't play, Nolan, do you think they should get a pay cut? Do you think they should still get paid? Uh, well, the, see, and 
that that's where the whole situation of the money comes in. They should get, I mean, they should get paid a little bit. There's got to be, I know they have talks with their salaries and whatnot. And obviously they'd get a pay cut without a doubt. They're not getting paid in full, but. Yeah, they get paid to do what though? I mean, I don't know. They've, they've had these discussions about having like a prorated salary and whatnot. Yeah, if they play. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, back to my point earlier, bro. Like, I, I, I think they should. Like, I understand that side of the argument. And they'd be leaving their family, put themselves at risk. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Like, figure it out in some capacity. Yeah, like, no, I, guys, like, I think the NBA, I know, like, there's a bunch of legal jargon and bull crap tied up that keeps players from doing, you know, more things on their own. But come on, man. No, I 100% agree with you. I just feel like what happens so much in sports is that fans forget that athletes are humans too, you know? And like, it's just kind of annoying going on social media and just seeing people like, Oh, get your ass out there. Play. Come on. It's like, okay. Like you want to go play? No, you can't. That's why you're a fan, not a player. Like it just bothers me sometimes. That, that's all. No, I'll go play. Let me know. I bet, dude. I mean, I'll go play for free, but I'm just saying I understand why athletes would be a little hesitant. I'm not even talking about money because that's a whole other situation that I just don't understand. But, but, yeah, so that's my slip and slide. Sean, what you got? I'm going to go with um, Dane Lillard. Um, I don't know if you guys saw what he said, but he said that if the NBA <clears throat> was to resume and the Trailblazers didn't have a chance, he wouldn't play. Um, I kind of agree with him. I wouldn't play. What do you guys think about that? That's, it. That's if, if they resume with the regular season you're talking about? Yeah, if they resume with the regular season or some uh, any type of format where they are eliminated from playoff contention, right? He said that he would not play, and I have to agree with him on that. I don't think I would play two weeks of meaningless basketball. Yeah. I don't think I would. Yeah. Well, what, what if, um, so right now, let me ask you this right now, there are a couple of games back of the Grizzlies for the eight spot. What if, you know, they, they could, they could take over that eight spot, make the playoffs. Would you, if you're a Damian Lillard, would you still play knowing if, that there's a chance you could still might not make it? If there's a chance I can make the playoffs. Absolutely. I'm playing. If I'm going to come back for, if just, I don't know the numbers, but if I'm six games back and they're going to make us play five games, I'm not playing. I, I, there's just, I don't see the point in playing those five games. You know, the risk of injury for something that's impossible to do and make the playoffs, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm just yeah, not. I'm my, okay, so I'm going to piggyback off your slipping side. Mine's totally different. But <laughs> I, if the Blazers – all right, say the NBA resumes this season with however many games left or they decide it's a certain amount of games. And to Nolan's point, the Blazers are only a couple games out of eight seed. I'm not sure how many, though. But if the Blazers get hot, or when they get hot and Damian Lillard brings them back uh, and they make the playoffs this year when the season resumes, throw some money down on the Trailblazers. They will win the championship in a shortened season. <laughs> Something I know we had takes on here a while ago, who we think is going to win it. The slip aside this week, watch out for a dark horse if the NBA resumes. Crazy yeah, yeah. will happen in a shortened season. Somebody we didn't expect to win will win this even though we already did these takes a couple weeks ago. Uh, by the way, the Blazers are three and a half games back right now. Three okay. and a half? Yeah, three and a half, which is – I mean, that, that's a lot. I mean, and honestly – five games left in the regular season, you know Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers are going to try and go 5-0. Yeah. Yeah. Grizzlies, no, I, like, that's a lot of – like John Morant and the Grizzlies, that's a lot of pressure. You know Damian Lillard is going to come out and perform. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with you, man. I mean, like, like, like to your point with Portland or even Memphis, they're obviously going to be the underdogs if they are to make the playoffs. They have nothing to lose. It's a shortened season. Who cares? They have nothing to lose at all. They could go out there and just fall out. Be interesting. I don't know. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Any other slip and slides? Yeah, so that, that was my pseudo one that we just came yeah. up with because we know I have a lot of really good ideas and takes. So the one that I, I planned for this episode, um, I was sitting there watching TV today on our favorite channel, ESPN, <laughs> and I totally forgot about the seventh seed in the NFL playoffs this year. Yeah. And so my slip and slide is the Browns are easily making the playoffs this year, no doubt. Don't even at me, bro. Seven seeds, they're easily making it. Easily. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I like that take. I, I like the confidence. I like the coaching staff. I like Kevin Stefanski. No, I, I'm with you on this one. I'm, I'm slipping down the same slide hey, on this one. But I will say the Browns finished the eighth seed this year and missed the playoffs by one seed in the first inaugural seventh playoff spot year. Then the, like, they're cursed, but we're officially, officially, officially cursed times 10 if they get the eighth spot this year, the first year they expand playoffs. Yeah. The city might honestly burn down First Energy Stadium too. We'll miss we'll miss out to it on a tiebreaker like we did back when Indianapolis sat Peyton Manning and the Titans won that tiebreaker in division wins and losses yeah. and took the Browns and Derek Anderson out of the playoffs. I will never forget that. We got robbed. I wanted to see Braylon Edwards and Kyle Winslow score touchdowns in the playoffs. No, we we can't we can't have nice things. You know that. Right. I understand. <laughs> well all right well i hope you guys all enjoyed our midweek edition switching up a little bit we know you guys love love this segment and we love giving it to you guys so thank you all so much for listening uh make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at yardback underscore sports for more info and updates on our podcast we do have something special coming out for you guys this week too we are making we made some videos some really stupid some funny but all pretty much a little bit of both so watch out for social media on that. We're really excited to give those out for you guys. Hopefully they'll be here by the weekend. So for Dog 500 I rap, Shawnee Quiggs, and No Hop, we will see you guys later. Later.